It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. I'm rich, bitch. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by No Easy Buckets. Uh, we're back once again. Uh, we're riding high off the Memphis game day. Went over SMU. Um, pretty much, guys, everything came together last weekend to be a perfect Saturday. Couldn't have thought or couldn't have ever pictured a better scenario for what happened last Saturday for the Tigers. Game day, got out there around 6, 6.15 with Mitch and Vegas Dave in town for the weekend. I know he doesn't experience game days like this out there in Vegas much. But awesome game day experience. Rocked it out. Pat McAfee killed it. And then leaned up into the, the big game. And I, they, couldn't have, they couldn't have done better rolling, sold out Liberty Bowl. It truly was one in, one out, which has been our dream since we started this pod. Memphis, 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 and went three and two, so we bounced back on the picks for once. But mm-hmm. we're just keeping the steam rolling this week. We got out of October. Tigers are rolling in November. Let's let's keep the hot hand. Oh yeah. And, and may I add, that was the longest football game I've ever watched. That was ridiculous. But that's what football is now. Yeah, well, when no, you don't have defenses, that's what happens. So, but that's what happens when you both score shout 50. out to Norvell. Shout out to the Tigers. Yeah, um, I finished out three and two as well, and it's nice that all three of us hit our double-digit dog. So it was a, I think all Vegas Dave did well too. So it was just solid, a solid yeah. week to say the least. Um, military under, always there. <laughs> it was a, it was a good one. And then you know I was, we I think we were all a little like disappointed that it was uh, Jerry the King Lawler for the, the guest picker, um, just because it was kind of like. We, you know, that was like the last choice, but he didn't do bad. He didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't awful. He was kind of, kind of funny. Uh, but, you know, I guess it could have been worse, but, you know, all together. Lee Corso. Right. He did well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Lee Corso threw me for a loop. I actually was streaming it on my phone at the end of game day and saw him pull out the tiger head and was like, oh, there he goes. I knew he was going to do it. And then I turned it off and uh, didn't uh. know he switched it out to like, 10 minutes later. Now, Clay, did you do the experience of Katy Perry in, in this, uh, the Grove, or were you somewhere else? I was there. I was so, there. So what was better, Katy Perry and game day experience in the Grove or Beale Street? I mean, there's no way I would ever sit here and tell you that the Grove wasn't better. I don't even care what Beale Street would be like. But, I mean, they're two different beasts. You got one on campus in the Grove, and you got one on one of the dirtiest party streets in America. The Grove was better, but Bill was lit. I'm not gonna lie. Bill is different. That's just got to be a. I mean, yeah. I wasn't there. It's but, two totally different environments. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Can't beat the in college though. Like being there, like a student waking up that morning. They're basically like a four day event. Um, 
<clears throat> you know, not even worried about class and stuff. But, but yeah, it was a great weekend, a good, a, you know, a great game following it up. You got the SMU backdoor cover, unfortunately. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pretty electric environment. Took the, tar- how about- the tarps came off and it got full. And how about those ribs staying close? Yeah, that was a surprise, surprising game. Of course, we know Bo Nix is is not good. So that a uh, rebel defense, but that's, we'll that's go ahead and fade them anyway. <laughs> yeah, but we'll go ahead and jump in. We get do have obviously some huge matchups this week. Probably a better slate all the way through this week. Um, uh, one of the best weeks in a while. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get it started off, Clay. Uh, why don't you get us your uh, first pick? All right, we'll get it going. With the game of the century, 2.0, everybody in America is yelling LSU plus six. LSU plus six. What is Vegas doing while everybody's nailing LSU? They're keeping it the same. Vegas knows right now. To be the champ, you got to beat the champ. LSU still hasn't beat them. Everybody has just count penciled LSU in. They ranked higher in the playoff than Bama. And everybody is counting Bama and Tua out. Nick Saban in these games. I love Saban in this spot. Bama minus six. LSU cannot get over the hump and beat him. <laughs> Calling it right there. I love that. Um, but you're right. It has been kind of uh, uh, everybody on LSU, like those playoff rankings coming out, that was huge. Uh, a lot of motivation for Bama. Don't you have this game too, Mike? I do. I'm on the under 63. Everybody and their mom is talking about the over just because of all the great offenses between Tua and Joe Burrow. But this is the highest the total's ever been between these two teams. As we know, we've been through some very boring smash mouth SEC football matches these past couple years between these two. But Two good offenses, but here's the thing. Both teams are on a bye. I don't think Saban's going to come in unprepared, nor is Ed Ogeron, but Ed Ogeron still hasn't beaten Bama. So I think at most this could get the 31-28 type thing. Um, But overall, we don't know how healthy Tua is. He could be very well, you know, 50-50, 50-50, he could go down early. And if that happens, then we know the under's going to hit. But either way, I think it's going to be close and better prepared on both sides. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good one. Um, uh, but it's it's really, like, like you said, Vegas knows what they're doing. Uh, a lot of it's going to uh, uh, be determined on if Tua is healthy the whole game or not. But obviously that's the that's the game to watch, the 230 CBS. Um, I mean, it's just it, – honestly, this is probably the most explosive matchup between these two teams, like as far as offense goes, because both teams aren't necessarily known for their defense this year. So, I mean, I think that could set up for a pretty good game. Uh, I think, that, like you said, the number's pretty high, but um, but that could be a pretty exciting one, a lot of points. So, um, yeah, so y'all are going opposite ways on that one. That'll be fun to see who wins. Uh, what's your uh, next game, Clay? All right, next is the Saturday morning, 11 o'clock game of the week. Go ahead and kick it off. Penn State at Minnesota, two undefeated teams. Mike, I got a Big Ten trivia question for you that doesn't involve Shea Patterson. Oh, man. Name me the best. All right, best team out of these five. Purdue, 
Illinois, Nebraska, Rutgers, or Maryland? Oof. I mean, Purdue yeah, has the better. That's break. what I thought, Mike, <laughs> because they're all trash. That's the five teams in the Big Ten that Minnesota's beat in route to their 8-0 overall start. They are frauds. You know what undefeated frauds ha- happens? You know what happens to undefeated frauds come November? They get exposed for what they are. Penn State, they're in the playoff hunt, racing to the finish line, rolling over this Minnesota team. Yeah, no, 8-0 and you're still only ranked number 17 in the playoff rankings, like that's – and you're in a major Power 5 conference. Like that right there is telling you that even the, the experts think they're frauds. They're, so, they're about to go probably 1-3 in, in November. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. That's going to be uh, – you know, they, they – but he did – props to P.J. Fleck. He did uh, parlay himself into a uh, uh, a contract extension. Row the boat. Just for, yeah, row hey, the row boat. The boat. Yeah, he. Uh, but you're right. They have Penn State, Iowa, Northwestern, and Wisconsin left. So it's probably three, three out of those four losses. The best they're probably doing is two and two out of that. So they'll, you know, they'll be stuck in the Capital One Bowl or something. Uh, so uh, yeah. So you're taking, um, you're taking Penn State there, playoff team. Uh, Mike, what's your second game? It's when always good when Clay and I agree because I'm taking Penn State minus six two. Um, you forgot South Dakota State and Fresno State. Those are the two teams Minnesota's beaten. Um, Penn State is five and three against the spread. They're three and zero against the spread on the road. Three and zero straight up. Defensively ranked second in the nation and points allowed being nine point six. I just feel like this is the better team. They got a little confidence after getting that four seed in the CFP rankings, but don't expect them to be there long. They got Ohio State in a couple weeks, but I like the road babe. Yeah, both of y'all on Penn State there. Um, and, I mean, possibly uh, the new Florida State head coach, James Franklin, uh, getting his first playoff push here. Oh, yeah, heard maybe. it here first. Yeah, maybe. It's what the word it's the word on the street. Um, but we'll go ahead and move to your uh, next game, Clay. All right. We got a couple rules around here that we usually abide by. That's uh, never walk away from a heater, always ride the hot hand. Illinois, Lovey Smith, three straight weeks of cover. They're 14-and-a-half-point favorites at a very mediocre Michigan State team. Dan Tony, he's going to get fired at the end of the year. This team is just riding it out. Illinois plus 14-and-a-half might want to sprinkle on that money line. This Lovey Smith team is hot. They lead FBS in takeaways. Whoa, what a stat there. And you're right. I mean, this Michigan State four and four, just not you know, not a high scoring team. Uh, you're at fourteen and a half is crazy high <laughs> for uh, yeah. for a team like uh, Illinois. How hot they've been! So, they're hot. They're hot. That beard. Don't doubt the beard. Lock it in. Fourteen and a half. Maybe a little money line. That's also a perfect candidate for a double digit dog. We may hear from that later from you. Who knows? Um. Uh, so we'll move on to your third game, Mike. Well. I got you another road dog, uh, Kansas State, plus seven, traveling two horns down, Texas Longhorns. Yep. Um, just a reminder, this is a horns down pod, even though Clay keeps betting on them each week. Um, Kansas State is <laughs> six and two against the spread with a huge win before this bye against Oklahoma. 
which we know Texas has struggled defensively all year. They've allowed 30 or more points in five consecutive games and six out of their past seven. And then they've had 305 yards passed allowed. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fewer than three other teams in the FBS. You can't trust this fraud team to be a touchdown favorite anywhere. Give me Kansas State. Mm. Yeah, five and three Texas out of the top 25. Uh, that that loss to TCU went money. on the radar last week. I'm huh? not going to maybe sprinkle money line. I am going to sprinkle money line. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's obvious there. I mean, Kansas State, you know, some people were trying to call the uh, the uh, possible upset last week with Kansas, you know, who was a little bit hot and they were at home. But it took care of business there. Uh, I forgot their coach's name, but he's a former North Dakota State coach that won a bunch of championships there. Like, he's just really got that team. Uh, you know, he's a perfect person to take over for Bill Snyder. Uh, so that they're probably going to be uh, to be, you know, reckoned with. Les ran that mouth last week and got to shut yeah. up, didn't he? Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't do good in rivalry games. Never did it. LSU either. Um, so we'll uh, we'll move on. Actually, that was your third game, Mike. So we'll go ahead and uh, jump in and hear from Vegas Dave. Uh, his recap of last weekend uh, on uh, College Game Day. Let's see, uh, see what he has to say. Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! What up, what up, what up, what up? Vegas Dave back. Wow. Um, absolutely incredible weekend last weekend. I don't know what to say. I, um, yeah, snitch gave it away last week on the pod, but I did make a surprise visit to M-Town just because it was college game day. It'll be the first and last time Tiger Hata will be um, hosting it, so I had to jump on Spirit Airlines, get a nosebleed from all the turbulence, and I had to get my ass down there just to see what the talk of the town was about. Goodness gracious, it was I've been to three of them. I've been to three game days. I've been to Ole Misses. I've been to Mississippi State's and now Memphis. And, man, Bill Street, absolute pop fest. Goodness. Me, Snitch and Clay. Shout out to Snitch and Clay for the hospitality all weekend. Uh, Rolled in Friday night. Yes, I talked trash about Rendezvous. And, yes, we ended up going to Rendezvous. And, yes, it was absolutely dank. Anyways, let me get to these picks. All right, first one, Ole Miss. First one, uh, actually, pod history that I've done this. Ole Miss, minus 28.5 versus New Mexico State. Love Ole Miss in this, simply because New Mexico State is trash. 0-8, and and plus, let me give you a little simple, little factoid right here. Take the first half, 16 and a half. New Mexico State is giving up 27 points in the first half all year long, ranked 129th in the country. That's got to be DFL last. Take them. Second, my darlings. I got a lot of darlings this year, but Wake Forest versus Virginia Tech. The Fuentes, I like minus two on Wake. I like the Demon Deacons. Go Deeks. Then, third game, 
the disrespect game. I cannot believe this is a line. Kansas State versus Texas. Kansas State, a plus seven underdog. Unbelievable. You know, this is a horns down pod, and you know who I'm taking. I'm taking Wildcats all day, every day. Give it to me. Now, before we end this, I'm very, very sad. I went to him one last week. As usual, my record is now a whole lot of wins to a, not a whole lot of losses. So that's that's great and dandy. But it doesn't even matter that I've won all these games because I lost the biggest game of the year. It just saddens me that I lost the Rutgers versus Illinois bet. Absolute trash. I will never put my faith in the Scarlet Knights ever again. What an awful program. No wonder they're going for Butch Jones and Joe Moorhead. They are sorry. But a bet's a bet. I want to give it to Clay. When I come back in town, we will sit down, and we will enjoy that 12-pack of Amstel Light while watching, I don't know, some matching on a Wednesday. Who knows? But they're going to be quite tasty, and they're going to be quite cold. Anyways, good luck to you boys. Oh, big shout-out to my boy Dave. Huge weekend. Probably the best win of my gambling career was hitting that Illinois Rutgers line. <clears throat> that was just – that was awesome. That MCLI is going to be tasty. But uh, big shout-out to him. Appreciate the picks. Looking for another two in one week. Yep, he's going right up against you, Mike, on that Kansas – or. Uh... He's, he's going he's with him, right? He's, yeah, with, he's with you. Never mind. My bad. I thought yeah. he said Texas. He's riding money. Riding money, riding money, Mike, to the abyss. Let's go. He reads, he reads the lines correctly. He knows that that is an error on Vegas's end. It is. It is. Um, but, yeah, so thanks for the picks again, uh, Vegas Dave. Glad he got to come into town um, and, and get a little rendezvous, even though he talked a little noise on him last week. Uh, we know that they are good. Uh, you know, one of the premier spots. Um, but anyway, we'll move. We'll jump right back into it. Um, Clay, what's your fourth game? All right, fourth game. So we've come a long way. Jeremy Pruitt's officially saved his job. Now they're marching toward the bowl game. Last week they beat up on UAB, and it looks like they're going to beat up on a lifeless Kentucky team and a lifeless Vandy team. This screams Phil Fulmer. This feels like 1998. And the balls are getting a point in Lexington. I love this line right here. This Tennessee team is trending upward. Out of all the second-year coaches, Pruitt is the one with his team getting better week to week. Kentucky team, lifeless. I love the balls here. Getting a win. Balls are going to be up on Vandy. Balls could get seven or eight wins. Don't look now. Yeah, Pruitt definitely has saved his job. I mean, uh, you know, at – what, a couple of weeks ago before they played that Mississippi State game, I mean, we look, we were looking at him maybe getting the Chad Morris treatment, but now he's got a chance to get, what, his third SEC win of the year against a, you know, piss-poor Kentucky team. So, he really is – they're, they're going to have him in the top ten come the preseason rankings next year. <laughs> oh, balls are back. Oh, yeah, they'll be top 25. It's going to be like – you think they love Nebraska, the rankings? 
in preseason, they're going to love Tennessee. Next Phil year. Fulmer made millions off what Tennessee's about to do in November. Beat up on a CUSA team, beat Vandy in Kentucky. Bingo, yep. bango. Bingo, bango. I still got hope for Derek Mason and the boys come last game of the season. So, uh, can we start? Can we start playing some some <laughs> tunes for Derek? His days are numbered. <laughs> hey, man, he may be out of town. Um, but uh, anyway, what's your? Uh, you got uh, what was the line there again? One time, one more time. Tennessee's catching a point. Ooh, well, money line. in Lexington. Uh, what's your next game, Mike? I'm going to keep it in the SEC West. I mean, no, East. And we got Vandy, J-Mac's favorite team, traveling to the Swamp to play Dan Mullen. Under 49 is my call. Um, If the point spread finishes up above 24, this will actually be the most that Florida has been favored by in an SEC game since 2011. That's just a fun fun fact. Uh, But either way – the doors have hit every single under since – and this is six in a row – since getting 66 dropped on them in Nashville against LSU in September. Um, after their first touchdown last week that uh, Vanderbilt scored against South Carolina, they had 112 yards of offense total for the entire game after that. Um, they've gone through two quarterbacks having concussions, looking like we'll have a third-string quarterback going into the swamp. So, do we really have any concern for them to score? Uh, Florida's played some tough games recently against LSU and Georgia. I don't know how much they're going to get hyped up for this game, but the Swamp is undefeated on the under this year. Yeah, no, that's this is a game uh, Dan Mullen should take care of business here. I don't really think there's much to worry about with Vandy. Just, you know, maybe in a, in a normal year they'd be a little feisty, but my boys just don't have the quarterback play. Just don't have the don't have the defense, uh, you know, the playmaking ability. So, but we cannot that. forget the fight that almost broke out between Derek Mason. Oh and wow! For almost did forget. So this is like never the forget that. <laughs> never forget, dude. Could it happen again? It was Todd Grantham's fault, but but yeah, still, so Todd was unhappy. Like, <laughs> I, was. I could see it. I could see it being like thirty-eight to three. With like two minutes, and a late left. touchdown, and they're just a late touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know Mullen remembers every single second of that exchange. Oh, he's gonna. And I had Florida covering, and I was like, "Oh my god, this isn't covering." He's gonna run and a triple reverse and kicks a field goal at the end just to just to cover the spread. Didn't need it, <laughs> but helped us. He's gonna be running flea flickers and triple reverses in the fourth to go up, uh, to go up by like forty. So. Um, anyway, uh, you get like the under there and that game could be a messy one. Uh, obviously the Florida, I think they could probably cover the 24 and a half too. Um, but anyway, what's your, uh, what's your last game play? All right. Last week I had one pick with that Nebraska pick that was so ugly. I loved it and it hit as it was always going to this week. I got another one of those games. It's also my first, first game in November of save your job. Going with Muschamp and the boys, minus four at home against Appalachian State. South Carolina needs a win. Muschamp needs a win. Let's go, Cox. It doesn't make sense, so it totally makes sense. Exactly. No, he's, he definitely does need a win, so that that's all you need to know. Um, and also, App, App State coming off that loss at Georgia State last Thursday, which, uh, you know, was totally buried in the weekend, uh, the weekend of the Tigers. So, um 
But anyway, we'll move on to your uh, next game, Mike, your last game. Yeah, last game we have Iowa State traveling to Oklahoma, and I've got the total at 67.5, and and I'm on the over. Um, I haven't been on a lot of overs this year, but I like this one. Both teams are coming off buys. Oklahoma, as we talked about earlier, got their ass handed to them by Kansas State on the road. They're going to come out pissed off. They're going to see how many times they can score. they got to build their resume back up to even have a chance of entering the college football playoffs. They need some other teams to do worse, but they've got to blow teams out. Um, we know how bad Oklahoma can be defensively. Iowa State ranks 10th in the nation in passing yards, 7th in yards per play, 20th in scoring. I think it's just going to be a perfect recipe for an easy 68. Yeah. No, and and also too the only the only path back into the playoff for Oklahoma is just annihilating everybody and, and taking care of business. So I mean I don't think you know Lincoln Riley would love to make it three. Was it? I guess it would be three straight years. Um, so he he's not going to take it easy. I think that's good for the total. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's the five. Uh, y'all going head to head in one. Uh, we'll see. That's going to be the game to watch anyway. LSU Bama. Um, but we're not going head to head. Y'all are. Uh, I got. Yeah, I got Bama. Are. He's got under. I just. Got oh, the under. you got the under. Yeah, that's right. I thought you were taking LSU. For some reason, I wanted it to be a matchup head to head. I mean, Maybe it wouldn't surprise me if LSU won, but yeah. I can't. I, you can't fade Saban. It's okay. hard. Heard it here first. Um, well, let's uh, go ahead and move into the double digit dogs. I think you got yours ready, Mike. Yeah, we're going to revisit an old friend, Hugh Freeze. I have been known to uh, to chew a bit of tobacco when I get a little tired or watching film. I've got Liberty and the Liberty at plus 17 traveling to BYU, Mormon Central. Whoa. I think they just get it done. Offensively, I've looked strong, blowing teams out with Buckshot Calvert. Yeah. Huge you think win. they're going to be able to get uh, Hugh back on the plane after that? Is he going to stay out there on a mission? <laughs> hey, it's going to be tough. What's uh, what's your game, Clay? Uh, give me NC State plus 32.5 at home against a, a very uh, – a Clemson team that the playoff isn't very fond of. Yeah, no, that was kind of crazy. <laughs> so they'll be motivated. Give me a wolf pack, cardiac pack. Cardiac pack. He's not scared of pissed off, pissed off Dabos. No, of course not. No, no, Dabo doesn't scare me. And uh, I'm gonna roll with uh, I'm gonna roll with the East Carolina Pirates on the road against the recently cut down SMU uh, Mustangs. Uh, it's 21 and a half. Uh, SMU barely ranked. They're at number 25 right now, coming off that d- devastating loss to Memphis. And uh, you know, I think it's a, a you know a good uh, a good time for them to just kind of you know waste the season here. So I think East Carolina gets a maybe a backdoor cover uh, there. So I'm going to take the Pirates 21 and a half. Always finding the weird teams. Got to man. That's what makes it fun. Exactly. Um, I would have loved to bet on a Western Kentucky uh, double-digit line here, but uh, Arkansas can't seem to get into the double digits favorites on them. Yeah, so. can I? Can we go ahead and just ask the my yeah. question to the pod this week? Please. This is Thursday night. A week from tonight, is Chad Moore still the coach at Arkansas? No. 
So you're saying he's going to lose to Western Kentucky? I think he's going to lose to Western Kentucky. They're I that bad. <laughs> I think he beats them. What do you say, Mike? We're one and one. I think he beats them. I, I don't think he's going to get fired, but it, they may. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's more so. They're bad. It'd be so bad. It'd be so bad for the state of Arkansas if they lost that game. It's more so just for the comedy that I'm saying that, but because uh, it would be hilarious. Because we've already talked about it. I don't think he. We don't think he makes it to Sunday morning. Maybe not even the press conference Saturday. I mean, if it's, he not lost, like we, it's not like we don't yeah. like failures on this podcast because we do. True. We do. Oh, we you never turn away from a train wreck. No, never. And uh, but we do have to mention, Clay. You brought this up that Chad Morris did finally come to his senses and try to start, you know, uh, making moves that would get the boosters on his side. Jerry Jones' grandson starting him <laughs> after yeah. you've probably already lost your job is very rich. Exactly. That may be what saves his job if they go out there and have a. Uh, uh, a barn burner against Western Kentucky, but Jerry Jones's son is left to play the whole game or, you know, majority of the game. So they're going to play Jefferson some too. But uh, if he lights it up a little bit, gives him some, some leeway, you know, Jerry's going to make sure he keeps his job. So maybe I should change my pick. I like I really hope he keeps his job just so Arkansas doesn't go out and career the hire. But more importantly, I hope the Jones kid tears it up because how awesome would it be if Jerry just somehow ended up in all the publicity too, like he was at all the games. He goes. He gives. Uh, like, uh, puts his arm around Chad Morris in the press press conference. Yeah, like it. Like they're showing him more than anybody in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. We need that, and he would. He would love it. He would do it oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. So uh, that'll be that'll be something to watch for sure. Um, but we'll go ahead and move into uh, our last voice, our last caller. Of course, Snitch had to call in. And follow up an electric weekend as well. He was out on Bill with uh with uh with you Clay with you in Vegas, Dave. So we'll hear what uh, Snitch has to say. I'm sure it's going to be a good Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! What up, what up, what up, what up? Back. Week 11. You know, came on here last week really pumped up. Got back to 500 on the year. Uh, but I just had, you know, let's just call it what it was, a shitty week. Uh, it was a loser money Mike week. It was a clay recently week. Um, 12 and 14 overall with one tie. But this week, we get it all back. But first, let's talk about game day. What an experience. Vegas Dave came in. It was just a weekend. Listen to this. Vegas Dave comes in with Clay and myself. We go eat the world famous rendezvous that Vegas Dave. Wasn't too high on before he got in town, but he got in here, and he loved it. He had the chicken nachos. I had some ribs. Clay had a Sammy. We had a couple pictures of some local craft brews, and we were cross-faded. And then we met a couple buddies at Bardog. Just live the Memphis dream. Wake up early. A.T. sleeps. I'm sorry. Vegas Dave sleeps on the couch. Um, uh, and we get up, and we're at... Game day at 6.15 a.m., and we stayed uh, until about 1.30 after we uh, hit up 10 Roof Green Room after that. So, what a day for the city. So happy for them. So happy for me. So happy for everyone that went. Uh, just what a great time to be a, a Memphis Tiger. Um, go Rebs. But that being said, let's get into the picks. 
I got LSU plus six. But I'll take them straight up. We don't need them. I'm telling you, Coach O is winning national championship this year, and Joe Burrow is winning the Heisman. Those Bama fans are so rattled from Trump coming to the game, they're not going to know what to do. Next, Oklahoma, minus 14 and a half. They got snubbed by the playoff committee, and they're going to need to win big to jump up these rankings because there's a lot of teams ahead of them right now. Jalen Hurts, still Dark Horse Heisman. I don't know. He's going to have to play really, really good. And, oh, let's go with the home team. Ole Miss Rebels, minus 28 and a half. At home, the vault will be rocking the week before LSU gets to town. I'm telling you, it's Military Appreciation Day. They're going to run it up for the troops. And this is a steal. New Mexico State's 0-8. It's just absolutely terrible. It's like worse than Arkansas. Um, but, yeah, game day on, on Bill, a block away from and with Clay and with Vegas Dave surprising us in town. I mean, uh, eating barbecue. So, yeah, college game day on Bill was just was great with Clay. Uh, who lives in Memphis, Vegas, Dave, came in surprised us. Just the whole weekend was just over the top. Memphis shined. Clay went to the game. Bowl was rocking, sold out, took the tarps off, and uh, they did it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was a little under the weather uh, the rest of the weekend, but, I mean, that was just is a really cool experience to be a part of. And now my second game day, one in the Grove, uh, one where I live um, in Memphis. So, Fantastic week. Let's get rich, bitches. Hey, big shout-out to Snitch. Always good to uh, hear from him. Like he said, we've all three said it, who were there. The game day was awesome. Everything was awesome. But uh, big shout-out to him. I know he's looking to bounce back with these winners, but that Bama line is uh, not going to do it for him. I love my LSU fade against him. For our sakes, we we hope that uh that the Bam that Bama comes to play because he's going to be hard to deal with next week if 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 uh, LSU's a winner. <laughs> um, we'll have a six minute longer voicemail too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, appreciate it all the time from Snitch. Uh, love it. Glad he got to go out with y'all last week. Um, for the festivities. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously LSU Bama is the game to watch this weekend. A um, couple of other uh, decent SEC matchups. Uh, Mississippi State's on a bye, uh, so we'll probably Thank get God. that win. We'll get the cover in the win. Uh, and Notre, then, Dame, uh, Notre Dame travels to Duke. That, ooh, that is true. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame kind of unraveling. Oh, they come on, cut. Money on the Blue Devils there. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's a d- decent weekend here. Uh, Liberty versus the Mormons. So we, we'd have a couple good matchup matchups, but, um, but yeah, guys, I mean, it was, it was great. Anything else that we hadn't covered? I think we hit it. I think we got it. Well, it's going to be hard to top last weekend, but I uh, appreciate you guys for jumping on again. Uh, I think we got some good picks uh, and we will uh, reconvene here same time next week. All right, let's do it. See you guys. Always. Peace.
Thank you.